Hello friends, thanks for tuning into the Physio Chains Education Interview Series. I'm coming at you today from Royal Festival Hall here in London. Great to be back in London. And today I have a special guest with me, my friend Dan Edwards. Thank you, sir, for taking this Thank time today. It's Thank good to man. see you again. Yeah, and you. Welcome back. Thank you. It's, I love being here. So uh, I met Dan uh, last year. Uh, Dan is the, the founder, the creator of Parkour Generations. Most of the fitness certifications that go with that, yep. and the coaching certifications. Yes. So we have a really interesting subject today, something that inspires me a lot, and that would be creating the best version of yourself. You're using parkour to do this. Yeah. How are you doing this? Because I love this subject, man. The human potential has always been an area that I'm fascinated with, and you're doing great things. Yeah, I mean, as well, me too, um, and, and that's been something that I've been interested in, in since I was really a kid, uh, is kind of finding out what, what I was physically capable of and, and capable of mentally, psychologically, um, and now I'm interested in, in how we can help other people do that, and, and parkour is the, is the best tool I've ever discovered to help people do that. Um, so we use parkour, which is the discipline of, of movement, really, running, jumping, climbing, you know, navigating your terrain. Um, we use that tool to help people become not only physically more capable, fitter, stronger, you know, faster, all that sort of stuff, more mobile, but also um, psychologically stronger, more resilient, more sort of mm -hmm. self-reliant, um, and to help them engage with fear and things like that. So it's kind of a way of developing yourself in a holistic fashion, and we find it to be very effective um, and, um, and a very efficient way to do that, um, and a way that's very accessible to everyone because it doesn't require any sort of specialized equipment or specialized places or anything like that. So we can teach it anywhere to anyone. Um, and, and, it, and it can reach a lot of people. I love that. So, like, what's your initial approach? Let's say you have a person who comes to you or, or a group. Where do you begin with this? So it depends on, on, on who the group is and what their background is. It's not one size fits all. So um, what we would do is uh, we would find out what sort of what they want first of all. What what are they looking to do? Are they looking to? So they might be professional athletes who are looking to up their their athletic oh, performance. Yeah. They might be um, you know disadvantaged school kids who who and their teachers and their, their their guardians want them to have some access to sport physical training. Um, they, they they could be just people who just want to get in shape. Just you know normal people who just want to get in shape. So. We first will look at what their goals are, what they want, and talk to them about that, um, and then we will shape the training to to match that. But with everyone we train and we, we meet, the first thing we do is, is sort of kind of a movement screening, really, through, through through our training to sort of see what are they capable of at this stage, um, and that varies hugely. Um, and and we tend to use the term practical movement skills uh, in terms of what are you actually capable of doing. That's what Parkour is about. Are you capable of moving over this train, getting over this, getting up this? Um, getting under this, you know, moving in this way, um, because that's kind of what the body's evolved to do is move over terrain, right? So, first of all, we'd see what are you capable of doing, and then if they're not capable of doing some of those things, we will then look at why they're not capable of doing that. You know, what are the things they're missing? Mobility, flexibility, strength, mm -hmm. power, agility, spatial awareness, coordination, balance, whatever. Um, and then we train those things. That's cool. So, what do you find, or do you find any particular um, or common? let's say, mental roadblocks with people? Where they, they, they're stuck like they're stuck. They just can't get past something in here. Yeah, yeah, I mean, and that's really, for us, that's a really interesting thing, you know, is the, and the thing we've seen the most, we've been teaching sort of 
10, 15 years now around the world to tens of thousands of people. And the thing we have realized or deduced from this is that the thing that holds people back the most in movement is not their body, it's their mind. Absolutely, it's their mind and the, the, the psychology uh, that limits your, your, your potential. So, um, uh, and a big part of that is fear, obviously, and fear reactivity. Um, it might be you don't even know you've got that that fear until we ask you to do certain sort of quite simple practical movements. Mm -hmm. um, for some people, it might be just uh, you know a three foot high metal handrail, and we, we want them to go over it, and suddenly they they, they, they can't. They kind of you know they've realised they're afraid, and they never they've never tried them before, so they didn't realise they were that that their fear controlled their movement that much. Um, and that's very common. There's nothing wrong with that. It's just because it's it's they haven't since they were a kid they haven't used their body in that way. Um, and now we want to, to, to help them get over him. But and they, they will make those little breakthroughs pretty early on. And in, in making those breakthroughs, they, that's, that's really important for them because they suddenly realize, I was afraid of that um, to the point where I couldn't do this, I couldn't get over that, I couldn't make this small jump. But within an hour's training, I am able to do that. So they, they make the, the link in their mind that I just overcame a fear, like practically overcame a, a really visceral fear. Um, and you know, what, what else can I do? And then start thinking, how, how much can I push that? Oh, yeah, and, and, cool. and can I apply this to other things in life, not just movement, but if I can get over this fear, which is a very real, visceral fear, because they're afraid of you know, falling and hurting themselves or whatever, um, if I can get over that fear, maybe I can get over the fear of job interviews or the fear of you know, talking to people or whatever. Um, so it really, has a really powerful uh, crossover. So they kind of go together, right? Usually, and, and it yeah. changes people so much. I mean, most of the people that are training parkour, most of the people I know who are who've taken on as their life discipline, or, or most of our students, you see them change um, very powerfully in quite a short time. They start to become much more, not only physically confident, but much more psychologically confident, which is, which is at the end of the day, far more important, I think. Yeah, definitely. I know um, just in my own journey from when I was really heavy years ago to uh, these, these steps along the way where I would gain the ability to do something gave me this confidence, yeah. like, oh, I can do that? Okay, so how about, let's try this, let's try this, and keep moving forward and forward. That's a really rewarding experience. Yeah. But there's a carryover, too. It's not just the physical aspect. Uh, it's the other aspect of uh, maybe I can start my own interview series. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And get Sky's an audience, right? right? Yeah. Or I can go to Europe or England and teach, like, oh, and here I am. It's like, I didn't know this would be possible. Yeah, this guy's the limited. And that, that, um, that again is something in, in parkour that's kind of really ingrained in the discipline in an organic way and that the nature of what we do is just to look at terrain mm -hmm. and think how can I move, that? how can I go over that, how can I go through this, how can I find a way, how can I find a route, what can I do, you know, so it changes your vision of your terrain and in changing your vision of how you view your perspective of how you view your surroundings, you kind of find that that bleeds into how you view the world and your space and, the, and, your, and your place in the world, so you start thinking if I can do this over these walls, you know, what could I do in business? What could I do in, in friendships? What could I do in, uh, in education? What, what could I do in innovation? You know, you just start thinking outside the box. And we've actually found that when we've been told by many of the schools that we teach in, um, that the, the kids who do the parkour regularly in the schools, they become better. They, they have a, a correlating improvement in, um, in the subjects that are lateral thinking and problem solving based. Oh, academically. Interesting. Yeah. Just because basically they're problem solving in a parkour way, in a physical way every time they're in class, because that's what parkour is, movement problem solving. It's like a um, physics and a geometry equation. Yeah, and it carries over into their academic subjects. So they actually become better at problem solving. Their brain is changing basically and becoming more adaptive and more open-minded. 
And those of you who know me love, I love the brain. Yeah. Because <laughs> we're always talking about the brain and the, the neuroplasticity of the brain, how it can develop new firing patterns and give you new abilities to uh, think differently, uh, do different things. Yeah. Um, so that's actually, uh, the connection just got made just now when you explained that to me, that you're looking at terrain and figuring out a way to get over it, through it, around it, under it. Yep. And so now that, that skill that you develop can carry over into other areas of problem solving. It's, that is cool. Yeah, because it changes your fundamental tool, it changes the brain. It yeah. creates, it's, you're, you're, it's creating new pathways in the brain and new, um, the brain's having to you know, adapt and it's having to look for new ways to do things. And that makes the brain more adaptive tool which then can be applied to anything. So um, I like that. The, the two are you know massively interrelated. I mean, movement. The more the more movement vocabulary you have, the more flexible your, your thinking is going to be, just because your your brain has to become more flexible in order to control all those movements. So you know, sometimes I, I know that I have a tendency to overcomplicate pretty much everything. You know, and as I get older, I realize that I don't need to do that. In fact, that for example, it's not rocket science that uh, movement would make you feel better and maybe translate to other areas. Yeah. But what I'm realizing is, as uh, I see some of my clients develop, uh, especially with Parkinson's disease, the ability to move better, uh, fall less, that that carries over into other areas of life where they just feel better. Um, their self-confidence, so in, in the kids, right, and they're, um, um, they, they feel better, they're starting to problem solve better, so their academic scores go up that's going to make you feel better too. It's nice to feel better times two or however many yep. more times, which helps you be a better version of yourself. Yeah, it's all cyclical. Yeah, it's kind of you get into a positive spiral um, as you're making physical achievements and physical gains through the training um, and, and solving problems and unlocking skills and break what we call breaking jumps is the term in parkour, which means you 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 know you achieve a new movement um, and you kind of you break that jump. Um, that that's such a, a psychological boost. Um, that makes you feel happier, feel better, so you want to train more, so you break more jumps, so you, you know, it becomes a positive spiral of, of, um, of improvement. And that's, that's what we want yeah. to get people into, an um, upward spiral. Yeah. Upward spiral, yeah, because you know, so many people get into the downward spiral, you know? Yeah. And it's very sad. I mean, I've been there, I've done that, but that's not a good way to go. <laughs> and, and, I mean, we all, we all do, you know, Ben, and, yeah. and, and in, every, in different walks of life. So you, the interesting thing is you can have some people who are in a positive spiral in one walk of life. But in another, they might neglect neglect what, what they should be doing and, and maybe go into a negative spiral. And the idea is to try and get everything in a positive spiral. But the more positive spirals you have, the more likely it is to to bring all the other ones up. So, um, and if your central one is, you know, you've got to have one centrally that, that remains. And if that, for a lot of people, that is their, their training, their discipline, their practice every day, whether it's yoga, parkour, you know, fitness, whatever. But that central practice, as long as that's positive and, and working for you. That will kind of act as a pillar for all the others and drag all the others up. So, um, yeah, having a practice of some sort we think is really, really vital. Um, and I've known that since I was a kid training in the martial arts um, and, and those kind of these like heroic philosophy and heroic concepts um, that, you know, those were very much ingrained in that was have a discipline, have a practice and, and stick to it, keep to it, because that will, that will keep you on the straight and narrow, that will keep you on, on the path of healthy development. Yeah, I like that a lot. Uh, you know, and just movement itself just makes people feel better. You yeah, know, I, I had a couple of weeks ago, it was one of those, uh, actually kind of a nice day in New York State. Uh, I live in Syracuse area, so right in the center of the state. It was in the mid-50s, Fahrenheit. And uh, I 
just felt I didn't want to move. I didn't want to do anything. Yep. But I, I know, that's what I tell my clients too, just get started. Because when you get started, you get the energy to get going. Sure enough, I get on my bicycle within like two minutes. I'm feeling, ah, oh, yeah, this is it. And then I go for like 45 minutes or whatever. And man, when I got done, I felt like on top of the world. You know, and that helped me to have a much more productive day. And that was just movement itself. Yeah. Yeah, oh yeah. So the carryover is huge. And when we add what, like what you're doing with parkour and the um, the problem solving aspect, so now you have movement, problem solving, you get over something, get through something, you achieve that, and then you feel good about that. It's all awesome stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and I mean, like you say, the the benefit of, of regular movement training will, you know, it's, it's instantly um, uh, verifiable, it's instantly noticeable. And there's this huge amount of science that proves the, the benefit of movement training in terms of happiness and confidence and all that sort of stuff. Um, the key thing is that, the bit you said there, is the, is the, the decision to do it. That's the, that, once you make the decision, that's fine. Yeah. But for a lot of people, that's the problem. The, the hard part they have is making the decision, is getting off the couch, yeah. is going, walking out their door, is putting on their running shoes. That's the hard bit. So the key for a lot of people is, is find a way, I, I think, is find, find, find a discipline, find a routine that, that clicks you into to doing that. And it, that might be, um, that's why we started um, you know, running the sort of big group training, the group classes we do in that, because it might be the motivational aspect of knowing that you have other people who are waiting for you, or a class that's waiting, or a coach that's waiting, or a friend who's good waiting, um, and just knowing that that guy or those people are going to be there. Um, Accountability. Yeah, and you kind of think, you know, I want, and and, and also, yeah, I want to see them too. So, you know, I want to see them on a social level too. So, that, you know, that's 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 been really important. And, and parkour, although it's a completely individual skill set at the end of the day, because it's you, your movement over terrain. Yeah, so there's no one helping you, there's no team or anything like that. Um, although it's a very individual skill set, it's always been really community based and people train, have always trained in groups, small groups, big groups, whatever, jams, gatherings, classes, um, uh, even just one or two people, even just two people meeting up. Um, it's always had that community element um, and that's been very, very important in helping it grow because people have felt very included and, and wanting to be amongst you know, a group of people who are out moving. So, training by yourself in that way is so much harder. Um, then, then although it's important to train yourself, but it's so good to have a group that motivate. Yeah, I, I know. Um, these days, I'm I'm pretty good at getting out on my own, just because I know the benefits, and I know if I start, you know, within two, three, four minutes, I'm I'm going to keep going. I mean, there I have the days like the day I was just speaking about. I was that close <laughs> to taking a nap. Yeah, because I love my naps, you know. But I just knew like I didn't have time for that that day. It was either nap or exercise, so I got on the bike. But um, I find that a lot of people, they're really drawn to the group fitness situations, whatever the group might be, and it's like, whatever works, that's the thing, Absolutely, yeah. right? If it's accountability, if it's uh, community, uh, it's all good, just, just get moving. That's one of the hugely <laughs> important elements of coaching as well, is not only to have someone who has great knowledge and can actually look at, look at your, your, your weaknesses and strengths and assess you and, and give you programs to develop, but it's also the, you know hugely important aspect of coaching is just being the the person that that encourages them to 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 train and motivates them and holds them accountable. Um, so that having just another set of eyes on what you're doing, you know, um, is is really important. So that the use of coaching can't be under, un, underestimated. Really. Absolutely. So when I was here last year at Change Store Gym, um, I actually witnessed that community. Uh, of course, we had the we had yep. the the, uh, the event going on. Yeah, rendezvous. Yeah. Uh, but I think there were some other groups in there too. I remember uh, a kids group coming in and there was a lot of interaction in the group. Um, 
from There's a lot of support within the group. Yeah. It's really cool. And I love watching you guys. And these guys move. It's insane. <laughs> I love it, man. Yeah, I mean, it's just human, it's just, you know, hum, human um, potential to move that way. I mean, everyone has that capability. So what, what people see on, you know, on YouTube and the movies and that sort of stuff that we do in parkour, um, and sort of looking at go, ah, oh, superhuman, and that's only for the, you know, that's only for crazy people or amazing athletes. All those guys, all of us, we started out as just normal people. We are just normal people. Um, we're just using the potential of the human body to move, you know, fully. I think, and and that potential is, is enormous and is and is largely untapped um, by the majority of people in the modern world um, because our lives are quite sedentary and, and everything's done for us. It's all automated. So, but you know, we know from parkour that we you, we can take people from a normal person to being able to do really, really um, incredible physical feats um, with, within a, a certain amount of time of training and, and they will be able to do those things, you know, and they'll, they'll do things that they never thought, I mean I was the same when I, um, when I first came to parkour and first saw the, the founders moving around, um, this was before YouTube and all that, when I first saw them, you know, um, with my own eyes, I, w I wouldn't have believed that humans were capable of those things unless I'd seen it. Yeah, um, I was sort of like that. That surely that wasn't. I was good. I remember watching uh, one of the guys do a jump, and thinking, <laughs> you know, did I just see that? Was that is that possible? Can oh, a human yeah. do that? And it's not a movie. Um, yeah. And and that was immediately I was like, okay, I have to understand how that is possible. So um, and then within you know within a few years, I could eventually do the same kind of things. It was like so now it's normal to me. Now I understand that it's just that's actually it's not superhuman. It's just human. Um, but most of us don't unlock that. Um, well, last year when I was here, I, I actually noticed they were breaking it right down, like to like entry level, basically. Yeah, you have to, right? Because that's what we start where we start. But when you, when I was watching how they were building upon it, it's like, okay, I can actually see to see how this skill can be developed. Yeah, I mean, it's you know, a you, when you see the end product, yeah. it's really impressive. But they all started somewhere. Yeah. Know? Yeah. yeah, it's like an oak tree from an acorn, right? It's the small, the small exactly. getting getting the details of training right at the beginning, understanding the, as you say, the very sort of simple foundational entry level stuff, the biomechanics and yeah. and you know just getting those movement skills in place first, and then adding power and speed and volume, you end up with being able to do incredible stuff. But it's about starting with the, it's starting on the right path from right at the beginning, so you don't have to come back and fix mistakes or anything like that later on. So we, we try to teach people right from from the start, you know, and, and get them get them to understand those basics. That's great. So if we go back to the beginning, uh, creating the best version of yourself and going back to the basics, right? So we start there and then as they develop new skills, it just helps them to feel better about themselves. Which, there we are with our subject content right there, which is so cool. Yeah, I think it. Um, I think you know, for me, the best thing about what we do in, in parkour and, and what we see in all the people training with us is is that they do become kind of more autonomous, sort of self-reliant, um, confident individuals. You know, they have this kind of this this this, this term I like, autotelic, which I really like, which, is, which means self-willed, self-purposed, um, and and. They kind of become more like that. They they gain more ownership and more control of who they are, and how they're going to direct and distribute their energy. And they be, and they become less sort of automated, less doing what they're told to do, and more. This is what I want to do. This is what I'm going to do. And they learn that through parkour in a very simple, simple, um, analogous way, really, because 
they're learning that rather than walk around this three foot high railing, you know, that, that everyone else does, uh, and takes take 10 meters out of my route, why don't I just hop over it? Yeah, do that. And then they realize that the only thing stopping them doing that is a little bit of social convention, a little bit of fear, um, and, and maybe a little bit of physical capacity, but not, not normally. Most people can do that sort of thing. And then they do it, and they're like, ah, okay, so I don't need to follow the crowd. I don't need to follow social convention. I can just do this part, and I can, do, I can choose to do that. So they get the kind of self-will aspect. Um, and that all parkour repetitions kind of have that mentality. It's very interesting, um, and it comes from the training. It doesn't come from any dogma or written down texts or or philosophy they learn. It just comes from the practice of parkour. Yeah. Bleeds into them as a person. It changes their psychology, um, and that for me is, is really really powerful. I love that, man. I should make sure I get started right now doing some of that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you should do. Oh, you've already been to one of the big events. So well, you, you yeah. Have, when I go tomorrow, you know, though, I'm gonna. See if anyone's doing anything and check it out. Yeah, so the, the guys would be happy to, to run you through stuff. Man. Yeah. If you've got time after your teaching, that is because maybe sure you're Saturday's be... better because there won't be a lot going on. After yeah, yeah. Um, well, this is cool, man. So I didn't tell Dan I was going to ask him this question, but I'm just going to ask you uh, as we get towards closing it out here if you have one takeaway message from this whole interview, or one takeaway message in general, what would that be? Uh, I think one of the big um, messages in my, in my life that I'm always trying to remind myself um, is is be yourself, you know. So uh, in all walks of life, and I think this is E. Cumming said that you know, uh, paraphrasing said that something like something like um, being yourself is the hardest job you will ever have in your life, and I, and I I think it is very easy to be drawn away from who you truly are and what you truly want to do and what you truly, what you truly think and believe. Um, it's very easy to be drawn away by society in that way, you know, by all things. Uh, in, in training too, to be told, this is how you train, this is how you train, by all these different people. Whereas actually you kind of, your body knows that it wants to do a certain thing and move in a certain way. Um, I think, you know, be yourself, um, be your own authority, trust in, trust in, in that vision um, and get to, and to do that you have to know yourself deeply. So it comes down to, you know, self-knowledge, know, know yourself and then Stick to that and be yourself, despite all the pressures and the demands to be something else or someone else. Um, that's that's I think for me is the most important thing that I try and remind myself of regularly, uh, and uh, I, I think that's the best advice to give yeah. someone is just be yourself no matter what. You no, know? oh, it's a great that's a great message, and it's so true because a lot of people feel pulled into I want I need to be like so and so I need to be like this, but really what's really cool is to be you because there's only one you. Yeah. Right? And it's, and, it's and, you, and, and you're never going to come again, right? So yeah, that's true. So yeah. you're unique in time and space, like here and now, um, and and that's an incredibly powerful thing. So you, you've got to be that, don't yeah, as you say, don't try and copy someone else or be someone else or, or yeah. do what someone else says is right just because you know just because they've got authority, or whatever. That's cool, man. I, I tried copying, didn't work. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm not them. I'm not whoever I was trying to be. They were inspirations, though. But still, I figured out. At best, you'll only be a copy, even if you get it right. Right. Exactly. So, so um, yeah. So yeah, be. Don't yeah, be a copy. Um, and that's, that's a great message. And that's, that's a great message. And that's really hard to do, right? So, uh, so if people want to look up what you're doing, and uh, of course. This interview, once it goes up, it'll be up forever, but right now we're in uh, early March of uh, 2017, and two months you're speaking at the Hero event. Hero Roundtable. Uh, yeah. Hero Roundtable here in London, May 12th and 13th. Very good. Great memory. 
Because <laughs> I'm hoping to do my follow-up class on the 14th. <laughs> I have to correlate somehow and remember, yeah, it's a Friday and it's a Saturday. Yeah. And that's going to be awesome. And you're, you're like, responsible for getting it here, which is Yeah, I'm part of the, the, the event organization team for here around here in London, yeah. I mean, I was a speaker at it in America, and, and um, it's an international event. Um, but uh, I was a speaker at it and was so inspired by it that I thought, okay, I want to bring this to London. So me and Matt, the founder, Matt Langdon, we, we started chatting, and, you know, uh, six months later, here we are with the, with the biggest event yet to come, and, and it's, being, it's happening in London. In May, so it's pretty, oh, that it's pretty cool. cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's very cool. So, if people want to get up and uh, get online and look up what you're doing, where's the best place for them to go? You can always pretty much find everything we do at parkourgenerations.com, okay. um, which is our central website, and that leads to our website about our fitness certifications or our coaching strands or uh, all the other things we do. So you can always you can always find us there. All right, so I have a link on the screen so they can click. So parkourgenerations.com. This has been great, man. We've been trying to get together for an interview for uh, the better part of a year, I'd say. (laughs) We finally got together today. And this is a cool setting here in Royal Festival Hall. I mean, we've barely scratched the surface of this place. It looks pretty cool in here. Yeah, well, you should just definitely take the time to sort of look around London today a little bit before you teach oh, the seminar. Yeah. And, and thanks yeah. for coming over to teach. I know all the guys are really looking forward to it tomorrow. At the I gym, can't so. wait. I can't wait. We have people from a few different places coming in, so it's going to be nice. But Dan, thanks, man. Pleasure, man. Thanks Always for coming over. Always to see you. Yeah. Thanks for sharing with, with my audience. Yeah. And thank, thank you. you for watching. Be sure to go to parkourgenerations.com and check out what Dan and his team are doing. It's amazing stuff, man. Plus, just... They're, they're out here to really make a difference in the world, to help people become better versions of themselves. And they're doing it through movement and parkour. And it's an it's amazing uh, coupling of, you know, it's just an amazing thing. So thank you and thank you. Thank you. Really All right. Cool. Thanks for watching. Have a great day.